You're tuned into the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon at bringingdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, and Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Episode 134 of the New Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7th. I make beats all the time and they're pretty daggone good. But we'll leave it at that. Longevity to my... <laughs> left on the front end of the desk now this is extremely weird looking at everybody from a different angle how are you sir i'm doing all right i feel like i can see everybody now when i talk to you do you like that yeah i guess it's okay (laughs) so yeah good enough yeah yeah to my immediate left uh dj j diff salutations what's good sir how you doing i'm good man just you know getting adjusted here got you yeah everything's good to my immediate right, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? I'm well. I want to apologize for yelling at you earlier. It's all good. I still love you, man. It's all good. Likewise. You know, brothers fight, man. It's cool. Why were y'all yelling at you? Love you too, bro. Don't do that. Oh. Uh, could you do Musical me a favor? Chance. Could you do me a favor oh. and describe the uh, retro jersey, please? For those. Oh, uh, um, yeah. It's yeah, too big. That's fresh. I bought it a size too big, but it's uh, a 1909 Indianapolis Indians jersey. That's fresh. That's it, man. And shout to Jay Moore for putting me onto the website that I got this site. So. Speaking of Jay Moore, how are you, sir? Doing very well. Doing Can't. very well right now. I'm, just, I'm happy. <laughs> looks like my team. Why is, are you happy? Looks Why like are you my, happy? It man? looks like my team is uh, on its way to the Stanley Cup. So, Where? you know, we tape on Tuesday. The game is. We got about 17 minutes left in the game. We're okay. up three one. It's looking good. Go. Yeah, man. Be the first time in my lifetime I've seen uh, my my favorite hockey team go to the, go to the Stanley Cup. How about that? Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I can um, I can appreciate that, but from a you know a baseball standpoint, a couple of years ago, you know, so, yeah, yeah. So it's a big deal. Be the first time we've uh, been since the sixty nine seventy season where we were swept by the Boston Bruins, and if everything works out, we're going to play the Boston Bruins in oh, this year's matchup. So. You copping uh you copping Stanley Stanley Cup merch? Yeah. I think you got enough <laughs> yeah. Stanley Cup merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is I got a bunch of Boston Bruins jerseys, but I'm not going to wear them until after the uh yeah. until after the uh Stanley Cup is over. Yeah, your hockey burn them. Hockey jersey game. I ain't going to burn them. I'm going to get a nice jersey. <laughs> 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 You know the you know the ticket on that uh, Stanley Cup merch is going to be through the roof. Uh, that, right? Yeah, especially in St. Louis, I might have to drive back just to just to pick some up. Yeah, I'll take a beanie if you. you know what I'm saying okay. I'll let you, you take know. food stamps or something. No, pick that's not how that works. Up. No, 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 it's not. Okay, well, I tried. Mm-hmm. Episode one thirty four. Shout to Red August. He is in a building doing what he does. The cameraman extraordinaire. Kato's in the building as well. We appreciate you, sir. Good to have you, as always. Right. So y'all ready to get it popping? Is there anything I missed? Anybody want to say anything crazy? Anybody got anything going on? Does anybody want to say anything crazy? Yes, we say a lot of crazy stuff. So let's say, yeah, let's get just... it off your chest, man. Get it Dude, out What's the, way. the name? Get back to you. Who that? These nuts. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> right now. <laughs> Oh, no. right. I think we're ready to roll. Yeah, let's let's get C into this. All right, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> so forty five is in the news uh, yet again. I didn't read. I didn't get this one. Someone brought this to my attention, but apparently he was in Youngstown, Ohio, at a rally, and uh, for some reason he brings up George Clinton in comparison to himself, which to me is wait, who did this? I'm sorry, uh, forty five. Oh, yeah, forty five. So he says, if anyone is knocking me. For my locker room banter, uh, anyone who is knocking me for my locker locker room banter has never heard Atomic Dog. Trump, this is what he told his audience. He said, <laughs> "He said it's disgusting." I couldn't even believe no, when that, I seen that. that actual article Hold on, it gets it, it gets better. He says, "If I went around saying, why must I feel like that? Why must I chase the cat? <laughs> <laughs> it's the dog in me. The media would kill me." Is he serious, fam? He like, is this serious. real life? He He's literally said, serious. "Grab him by the pussy." Yo, yeah. but why did you give all, a whole two, like a bar, two bars of Parliament bars in comparison to yourself <laughs> as the it president? Was, it of was the actually United more States? than that, though. It was. I'm more. trying to be nice to him, but you're the president of the United States, fam. So you chose to single out 
parliament bars in yeah. comparison to yourself. He called him unfunky. Unfunky. Yeah. He's Spools, unfunky. I I don't know how to give this to you, but just go, man, because well, this is ridiculous. Why, of all people, why would he pick George? I mean, like, if you wanted to, like, think of some, like, shitty lyrics or foul lyrics, you know? I think like, it's because George Clinton is in the news. Um, some more came out <coughs> that his band was saying that he made them take drugs. Oh, man. Oh, really? That's tough. Another, I don't know. How is somebody going to make you it's take just drugs? So, it's just so weird. Like, I, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about that. I really like Parliament a lot. Yeah. So He's unfunky. Unfunky. No, I, don't, I don't think so. I honestly think. I'm a huge Bootsy fan, personally. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, like, like right. Bootsy Collins is probably in my top ten of all time musicians Maybe it's just or anything. Like, yeah. Shout out to Cincinnati. Absolutely. So that's that's all. That's it. I don't really know what to say. It was real random. Like George Clinton. Okay. All right. This, this is ridiculous. Like, but go Wait. ahead, Jay Moore. Well, first of all, nobody had brought up the um, locker room talk in a long time. Like facts. You know that was that's an old story at this point. Uh, so he's trying to fight old battles. But of all the people you could, this I almost feel like there's a black staffer who was trolling. Yeah, and said, "I wonder if I write this down on a piece of paper, if he'll say it, like, yeah. and he'll read it." And he just went ahead. I just feel like yeah. he'll read. He's like Ron Burgundy, uh, who will uh, read anything that you put in front of him, and <coughs> that's the only reason he brought this up. Like, why? Of, and first of all, if you're going to talk about lyrics, like, why must I chase the cat? There's so much other stuff you could have picked from. 10 songs that came out last week. I was just going to say, that's the point I was making. It was like, yeah. there's so many other worse lyrics. Let's go like, to a whole know, entire, like, like, different generation and just pick on George Clinton. Like, I, I, as someone who's been listening to hip-hop for the majority of my life, sometimes I'll hear something in a song. I'll be like, mm, that was a bit too far. Like, I'll hear something, like, when I was, uh, we were listening to the... Oh, yes, Juicy J. That and, uh, Juicy J and... Um, Mag, was it Mag this The song is called My Hoes, They Do Drugs. Oh, the old... The, okay. The, with, uh, the song... King Louie. With King Louie and... <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, the vulgarity in that And I'm like, is, uh, the first time I heard that, I was like, wow. But even the song he's got, he's got the new song with uh, with uh, Megan the Stallion. Is that a, Megan the Stallion? It has two E's in the her the, artwork is T-H-E-E, dope. T H E E. So I call her Megan the Stallion. Yeah. To hot hit. Yeah. So when I hear his first, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? So we need to save. We got to save that one. <laughs> yeah, sounding it out, phonics. So yeah, of all the things he could have picked up on, why do I chase the cat? That's what he. Said. <laughs> that's what he considers to be the height of vulgarity in America. Um, like I said, I almost feel like there's some black staffer who's had enough and just said I, I, he wanted to see if he would actually. I think what Jay it was. Talk to me, man. I think what it was is is he heard that that was in the news and he wanted to seem like he was hip and knew what the hell was going on. That's the Honestly, most unhip. That's, that's what I'm thinking. That I think that's what had to do with it. That but makes it the just most made sense. That's the most logical thing. Yeah, but it's still stupid. Like, why are you comparing? Yeah, George Clinton to yourself. That was going to be my point. As it the makes absolutely of the no States. sense. Like he, George Clinton is an entertainer that writes music. Yeah, and that song was written in '81, uh, '82. Might it, have even been written before that. No, it was released it was, be, because it, like it knocked. 82. I think one of my, I want to say, beat it or Billie Jean off the top of oh, yeah. the R and B chart at that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever do that. Okay, yeah, so, that's what's up? But that's how old that song is, and yeah. that's what he decides to reference to seem uh, to bring to take up vulgarity in America. The comparison, <laughs> the comparison, is a is George still, Clinton song from the early eighties. Well, it's, it's a great fucking song. Yeah. so fuck you, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Tell him how you feel, son. Tell him how you feel, son. Go ahead, but, Mo. But yeah, I, it's we're, we're comparing an entertainer and the president. Like, he sees himself as an entertainer. Don, Don, I know he Facts. does. That, that's the that's part of my point. But it's like you you can't. <laughs> I hope that the media would jump down your throat if you wrote lyrics like that, and you sang them <laughs> sang them at the next uh, Republican uh, National Convention. Exactly. Someone I hope actually, so. Dude, like, I, would, I hope I would fucking vote for Donald Trump <laughs> if he did that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm still you cool. got my vote. No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, still I'm cool. But I. I Somebody actually <laughs> called him out about it, though. Somebody <laughs> called him out about, like, we're supposed to be hearing what's going on, and you're bringing up yeah. George Clinton lyrics. Like, what, what does that have here? to do with anything? It, yeah. It's just a. I think it's an attempt. Again, it's it's attempt to try to make him not seem like a villain or 
uh, is just I don't know. I think that's the, his at, main at, goal in this presidency for the, people to view him as somebody that is uh, like good. Yeah, I think it's, that's his. Whole it's mission. like it's just a dumb comparison. I don't know. Like, well, and this this is also what he does because his because he's think about it, he's holding rallies and he's he's the sitting president. Right. Like these aren't press conferences. He's going around doing rallies. Like this is one of the reasons I mean among other reasons why I don't respect 45 is he only play he only plays home games. Yeah. He only goes around crowds who already support him. Zero role games. And the thing is when he's around these particular crowds, you know, by bringing up George Clinton and, and why would I chase the cat? This is um this is another one of his racial dog whistles. Yep, okay. it is. So to take all like the, the the kind of funny stuff out of it and how yeah. goofy it is that he would bring this up, this is a way for him to say, these people are not like us. And mm. it's connecting with that audience of or that, that uh, delegate of people who uh, we've talked about a lot on the show who put him in uh, office. Yeah. yeah. So uh, like I said, he's playing to a crowd of people who, like I said, they're, they're when they say, oh, he, they, you know, it's going to be a hard road for him next time. I I tell people this all the time. If we're if people are not careful and they're not paying attention, he will get elected for a second term. Easily. I highly doubt that the road is going to be um, difficult for him. Just based off today's climate and, and the world that we're in, I could easily see enough people coming out to be like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and give him another chance. And I'm gonna tell you why we'll it'll be easy, <clears throat> huh? I'll tell you why it'll be easy. Go ahead. Because on the democratic side of things. There's too many different ropes being pulled. Hey, look at me. This is what I do. This is what I can bring. Okay. It's like that through the whole party as far as everybody that's trying to get that nomination. Whereas Republicans are pretty much just like, this is our guy. This yep. is our guy. And they're well, riding with they, him. Well, they are. They are. There are actual Republicans that are going to challenge him, I think. Yeah. Mm, okay. This time around, which is that interesting. Would be interesting. But I, I agree with you to an extent. I, I feel like. Here's my one, I can't even call it a conspiracy theory at this point. I feel like if Joe Biden is selected as a Democrat, Democrat that, that works, <laughs> nominee, um, that he is so centrist that mm-hmm. Trump will win. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like yeah. you're going to completely alienate all of the progressives to oh, yeah. the point to where they're not going, they're going to be apathetic yep. towards Joe Biden. Because one, he he doesn't get it. And He's so he's just like Hillary in a, in a yeah, way, in a way. You know, yeah. like he's very centrist. You know, he's almost like a he's almost like a Democratic conservative. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or like you a, want to talk prison reform? Yeah, if you yeah. want to talk about that ninety four yeah. crime bill, and he just lied about that. Yeah, again, so that's tough. You know, if but Biden's the, the nominee, I, I think Trump will be elected again. I think but, the key is actually going to be once they pick it, who it is that that the Democratic Party rallies behind that person. That's going to be that's a huge part of it. Like yeah. Mayor Pete, like. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, I like I like Pete Buttigieg. I, I could I could I could swing that I way. Like, I like uh, Booker as well. Um, so, <laughs> see what you did do not hit that. Button. I could swing that way. <laughs> no, you can't swing that way. <laughs> no, but, uh, but, that's, but that's what the, I mean. The key is the key is whomever they choose is actually acting like a party and a team and getting yeah. behind and probably because would, that's what the Republicans the did. Out exactly. But the problem is, I think, is that from a progressive standpoint, and I'm mostly progressive. I don't see Biden as a progressive at all. Mm. So he it's it's almost like a slap in the face almost to for the Democratic Party to one kill the progressive that was against Hillary last time Mm -hmm. and then come back and do it again with Biden when there are a whole bunch of progressives out there that could potentially beat Trump. So, so, okay, like just to read between the lines, do you see you see Joe Biden as someone being part of the overall political machine one he's part of the political machine two he's not progressive enough to meet certain mm-hmm. um for example his 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 stance on climate change is mm-hmm. like yeah we can fix it in 100 years bro we're not we don't have in, in 11 years, years yeah. shit is going to be against the point of no return like it's right. like get on it or don't right. my, so, mind you we're in may and it's still not quite the temperature that we're supposed to be having right. clear across the board mm-hmm. climate and, and the climate's all so but still, I mean, um, he's just too centrist for where we are right now. And I feel yeah. like he is more of the same. He's like a Hillary. He's like an Obama. Yeah. And as, right. as, as, as much better of, that Obama is than a Donald Trump, sure. 
he's still a corporate Democrat. Yep. Right. No, and, that's that's not that's, that's very. That's fair. what I like about Pete Buttigieg. Actually. And I don't my, mind Pete. My my brother just real quick got actually the opportunity to work on his mayoral campaign in South Bend. Nice. And like, um, so good by all accounts, good dude. Like not not so much part of that political machine at least yet mm. do you know what i mean so I just, it might be a little too early for pete it might be a little too early for america to vote a homosexual male into presidency too unfortunately yeah. i don't know i just <laughs> i just want somebody that's so. progressive enough to. i didn't think to, we put a black man in, in office but true. we did that so i, I didn't think so either there so yeah. i just want people that's actually going to address things that are actually going on you know, as opposed to being uberly conservative and be like, oh, things will be all right. Sure. Like, right. Things are not all right. Well, so. What happened with Biden is that'll be a blind vote that people just throw out there because they're Absolutely. familiar with him. And yeah. that's what they think. Yeah. Like so they won't even it. care about what he's talking about. They'll just go to vote because oh, I'm supposed to go vote. He's familiar. So I'm going to vote for him. And that's pretty much what it boils down to. The same thing happened when Hillary and uh, uh, what's his name? Bernie. Bernie were running. Yeah. Like, I literally had these conversations with, like, the OGs and mm-hmm. uh, parents and things like that as to why I'm vote- voting this way. And they wanted to go Hillary because they were like, well, what was, he's saying is it sounds good, but he can't do all of that stuff. It was name brand recognition. Exactly. As well. You know, but, you know, just to play uh, white devil's advocate, when you uh, talk about. Uh, what I still think is an easy road for Donald Trump to get back into the White House, say one of these more cons- um, progressive, like a like a Pete Mayor Pete, or say a Kamala Harris. I was I was watching the news today, and there were all these farmers who were talking about because of the tariffs, they're losing all this money, and like mm. have to d- drive trucks right. at night, and they won't vote like, for the suicide it. rates are apparently up in those areas yeah. too. I read an article about that. Yeah, and they're not going to. They say they're not going to vote for. Donald Trump again, but the thing is, there's something about that pull of white, just whiteness. Let's just keep it real. A lot of yep. times, like a lot of people, did not vote their economic interests this last time around. They voted their whiteness. They they were just tired of they voted their whiteness and their maleness. Yeah. yeah. And if Kamala Harris winds up getting the nomination, It'll I be. see a lot of people. You know, just I, there are a lot of women who aren't going to vote for, and they're just yeah. because she's a woman. And there's a lot of white people who are gonna, aren't going to vote for her because she's black. Do you guys yeah. like what do you guys regardless think of, uh, of what Booker, of her, Cory of her policy? I don't think he's there yet. I yeah. don't. I don't think he's there yet either. Who, I, I would. Cory Booker is from. The, I think he's like the mayor of Newark, right? Is oh, he not? Okay. No, he's a senator now. Or he senator was. Now. He yeah. was. Yeah, he was the mayor, but he's a senator for yeah. New Jersey now. Yeah. My favorite candidate right now is Andrew Yang. I'm, I'm just. Familiar. I'm just a fan of Andrew Yang. Um, he's check him out. Yeah, He's a numbers but, guy, and I'm and I can get behind anybody who uses science to for who to back up policy. He's science but he's into science. He's yeah. mad fresh, you know. Like yeah. he's, his his ideas are great. I feel like on a major platform, people on that are conservative could also vote for him as well. That's because why I that's why I like guy. him. That's why I like him because yeah. he's very you know he goes by those books, but he's also very socially conscious and progressive in a lot of ways. I know a lot so. of people that are very fond of him. For the reason that you both said. Yeah. Where's but, he from? What state is he from? Is that a I'm not, I'm not sure. Is he a California guy? I don't even know, honestly. I can't remember, but it's He's just, the only Asian candidate. Yeah. So. But, uh, you know, I'm once again, is America ready Is America ready for that? I don't know. <laughs> who knows? But, who, who, but yeah. Yeah. I same couldn't believe thing, America was ready for Donald Obama. Trump, so. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, so Anything we'll, can happen. We'll keep an eye on that. In America. In America. I thought... Moving on, I thought this was very interesting. Um, a gentleman named Robert F. Smith, he is a uh, philanthropist. He's an investor. He was at the speaking at the Morehouse College commencement, and he offered— Not Moorhead? N- no, man. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. He got it right this about. time. Yeah. yeah, It's definitely Morehouse. I, I know there was a—Fox did some things. Oh, word? Okay. Mm-hmm. I will shoot. You know how they do. Yeah. They was uh, trolling. They was trolling. <laughs> no, but, Fox, uh, Fox is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Nas and the son of Sly Fox. Do your homework. Um, but he pledged to pay off student loans. He said he's going to put up 40 mil. To me, that is amazing. It's great. For somebody to say they're going to come out of their pocket. I mean, he's a billionaire. He's got more money to open. He paid the whole class of 2019, yeah. graduating class of 2019 at Morehouse. That's crazy. I think he's worth think at least... Five or six billion right now. Yeah, uh, just I think maybe more mm-hmm. when you talk the article, assets. The but. article I pulled said he has 
to your point about the assets, he's more wealthy than Oprah, which is saying a yeah. lot because you know how much money she has. Um, but for him to do that, that's that's can you can we we all remember what that's like? We know what that's like, you know, the student loan people and all that type of stuff. For someone to be able to say, "Yo, we're gonna clear this off," for you, I can't imagine what that would would feel like. How big was that graduating class? About four hundred. Four hundred. Yeah. So this is this is how I kind of see it. He put four hundred people in position to win. Yeah. Right yep. out the gate. Right you know out what the I'm gate. Saying? So it's like you go into the job market or become an entrepreneur or whatever with no debt. Start a family mm-hmm. with no debt. That's crazy. Yeah. So you have no choice but to seize that moment. Mm-hmm. Somebody should do a study. On, on, on these on on the economic impact yeah. of this, yeah. of this grant. Yeah, this yep. grant. Well, I, I can't fathom. I can't even, I can't imagine not taking advantage of this. You know what I mean? You don't like, have a choice. He's just going to pay it off. Yeah. I mean, but what I'm saying is, it's like, yo, how how do you mess this up? Like coming out of college debt free? What? I mean, the butterfly like, effect alone from that, just those 400 people, yeah, graduating. Mm-hmm. If they are able to, you know, what I'm saying, really make an impact off this shit, right? They can pull together like just money from them, just because we don't have to pay student loans. Let's set up like something for other people to be able to do it, mm, and yeah. it kind of can trickle down and keep going. That's. I mean, well, I had no debt when I got out of college. Nice. Because that's, that's because love. my grandparents had a fund when I was born, and that's so love. that's love. It came out. So what what that allowed me to do was to do more things. Bringing down the band exists right now because I didn't have to worry about spending my time doing stuff over here. You that's know, a and, blessing. you know, that's in a different 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 well, avenues like that. You know? Well, one of the things that um, you have to understand, Morehouse is also a private school, so that mm-hmm. means it's, it's especially expensive. Facts, and um, it's a uh, it's and for a lot of people who don't aren't familiar with uh, HBCUs in particular, um, it is an HBCU, mm-hmm. a historically black college, and it is also an all male college. So you're talking about. Uh, a lot of times when people get that alumni letter, they're like, hey, we'd like to get your support for. Yeah. I can't help you with your uh, alumni fund right. because I, right. I, you know, I have to pay five, six, seven. Maybe some people pay a thousand dollars. a month. I have it's a friend of mine. Disrespectful. I have a friend of mine. Well, he went all the way through medical school, but yeah. he was paying more to pay off his student loans than he was for his mortgage. That's mm-hmm. crazy. crazy. OK, so what you're talking about is. An entire group of young men who are going to be able to buy that first house that much earlier, yeah. um, buy that first car. Like these, this is this is a big deal just for the economy, you know. And that's you know that's one of the things I really think if any presidential candidate wants to be taken seriously, they need to talk about how you know when Elizabeth Warren we didn't even bring yeah. her up right she talking about wiping out the student loan debt yeah you know that's a real thing like when you're talking about actually doing something for our economy and doing something for the economy of these young men's families right mm-hmm. like these are guys who are like well you know I can't get married or I can't do this because I got to pay off this debt like that excuse is gone you know they might these are guys who might be able to start a business now just like right. you said you were able to do when you got out of college mm-hmm. you know there are so many other options they have you know, they essentially gave them, depending, you know, I, I, I read an article between a, a five and eight thousand dollar raise on whatever job they have Spools getting ju- out of college. Jump in on, on uh, what you think about this. I, just think, I mean, you guys hit every, you know, the nail on the head as far as everything. But I just from the humanistic standpoint, man, right. to see the um, the compassion to do something like that is just incredible yep. these days. I mean, I I don't know. Uh, that's the part that grabbed me the most, man. And and like you guys said, it's going to, um, it should, right, by all means, ha- have a tremendous butterfly effect or like mm-hmm. a trickle-down impact. Like it, it's, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. True, I'll say this. trickle-down. If, if, if <laughs> that's actual trickle-down economics. Yes. Exactly. Definitely. To me, these are, that's, I'd like to see Jay-Z do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Puff do that. Maybe they do, and we just don't know. Yeah. I think they actually do lend their hand a lot of ways, yeah. um, but they're not in a position to be able to pay 400 people's uh, student loans off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They I mean, I'm funding. sure they can, but they're not billionaires. 
I understand. They're close. They're pretty close. But, but <laughs> can you imagine if, say, you uh, you tricked off a couple of semesters and you were supposed to graduate with that class? Man, that's, <laughs> and, man, that's and, tough. And next spring you graduate and the, the commencement speaker, he ain't got it like that. That's yeah. tough. <laughs> and I'm not trying to be like one more class, though. You need one more class. I'm not trying to be harsh like on Jay-Z or Puff or anything like that. But, like, um, no, I think that's, uh, it just shows it. Well, it's I think incredible to, compassion that we need more of. Even, more even, but even more so, like it's it's almost a shame that we have to have somebody do that. Right. Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like we have to have somebody swoop in who's a billionaire to pay off people's college debt. Like the, you know, it's just, yeah, it's it's why, shame. You know, it's it's things where like that's where we need to really take a look at. Like, why do we have teachers who are working on the weekends so they can? supplies in their classroom yeah. right. and There's it's something not, fundamentally wrong with that and it's 100%. not about it's not about the fact that you know it's not about free yeah it's just about the fact that something is fundamentally wrong when the entire country is suffering from student loan student debt. loan debt yeah. to where they won't pay it off until after they're dead type it's shit. a monopoly you know like it's that, that's, that's a, a problem. Form of monopoly that's a good word yeah, yeah. so because they literally, they literally present to you a student loan immediately upon graduating from mm-hmm. uh, high school. You've never established credit at all, but you've just received uh, $10,000, $20,000 worth of debt every year while you're yeah. in school. Mm-hmm. I, like you know I said, I got, I got lucky. I had, I had a handful of grants. I had a ton of grants. And I, I know had. y'all knew people like on campus and that had credit cards. Yeah. Yep. They was always fresh. Yeah, you know what I'm Didn't Red work August, a job, I see you. I see you, Red August. But they had them credit cards because they're <laughs> they're putting it right in your face as a whole system. So let's give them credit cards. We give them student loans. They go to school. They graduate yeah. with debt, super Ex- debt, extra out, debt. Shout out to debt Red you can't get rid of. You, you can't trump this debt off. You know what That's I mean? No pun intended. I see what you did there. Shout out to Red August because he was swiping that thing when he's at Ball State. I see you over there. I ain't trying to put your business out there. Is that just what yeah. you did? I did kind of do no, that. Okay. So, you know, I feel bad for that guy that's like Tony that was flunking TV and blue chips. <laughs> like, Bam's commencement is going to be a lot different from, you know what I'm saying, the people that just got broke off. But hopefully these brothers go out here and do what they're supposed to do or what we think or what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. That would be good to see, uh, you know, the trickle-down effect from that. So shout-out to him, man. That, that's huge. Uh, shout-out to I sponsor. Would, I'm, I'm sorry, telling you, I would love to see that. I'd love to see a study on that. Yeah, yeah. like follow that. Yeah. For lack of a better term, for lack of a better term, follow the money. They yeah. did that. Well, they did that with that Jane Adam. What's uh, the, the the man? I can't remember what it was, but it was that social experiment with like the brown eyed and blue eyed Jane Elliot. Jane, Jane Elliot. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did like a twenty years later thing. Oh, did they? Yeah, I would like. I'd love to see something like yeah. that. That'd be cool. So, real quick, let's shout out our uh, partners as well, uh, Doctor Coleman for Coleman Dental. I can't see the number, so I can't. <laughs> It's three one seven two five five eight five four six. I should know about now. Shout it's funny. R- r- quick story, which I may have mentioned before. Every time yeah. I see that number pop up on my phone, I'm like, I know that number. From somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shout so. out to Doctor Coleman and uh, Coleman Dental right next to uh, Decademics and Brow Ripple. Yep. Uh, NDCD and Vinyl as well. It's one of our partners. They've taken care of us with the uh, wax for the raffles and just they're great people as well. No, uh, no bad ideas. They lace us with the hat that you see at the front of the table. Uh, bringing down the band as always is the hub and Printfinity. You know, support your local owned businesses and companies. I can't wait until you see the artists that they are playing. You've been saying that for a year and a half. It, it, it takes time for greatness. <laughs> it takes time for greatness. We ain't gonna rush that. We gonna let that thing simmer. I saw Terry had a nice uh, bloke bloke shirt on on yeah, the you know, Thundercat some, show. There's some things yeah. they're working on, but you, you know, didn't see that. I didn't, but I know there's an artist that they have that's got some great things that are going to be coming. You know up. who's an artist? <laughs> he said, yeah, you know who's you an didn't ar- see that. I didn't see it. <laughs> you should see him. Hate him. <laughs> you know an artist on uh, Printfinity? Yeah, I do. DJ I know J. Diff. It, yeah, I know, but I think he he's probably the first. He's he's got he's got stake in him though. He's got ownership. I'm talking about an actual artist with no ownership. The guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> The guy's great. We'll talk about it later, though. All right, let's get into some music. Shout out to Memphis, North Memphis, South Memphis. Uh, Orange Mound. Jay Moore. Uh, unincorporated areas in the county seat. <laughs> shout out to Bill Street as the well. Unincorporated joints. Mm-hmm. We're going to shout out uh, Philly as well, North Philly, South Philly. We don't want any smoke. Meek, we see y'all. Um, Still scared. Nah, mm-hmm. It's not me. It's about loan and things that he said. Shout out uh, to Schooly D. 
Yeah, Schooly D, we see you. Legendary Schooly Shout D. Shout to Jill Scott. I didn't absolutely. say anything. Yeah, Jill shout Scott, to Jill, we see yeah, you. Jill Scott. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah, to Mike Jill Scott. Scott. Yeah. Oh, John Coltrane was born in Philadelphia. Thank you, Spool. So. Greatest yeah. jazz artist, artist of all time. I will not debate you. He's the I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect Coltrane like that, man. Love Supreme is... I ain't going to get started. All right. Let's get into some music. Let's get into some music. So... Lil Nas X, this dude, I, this run for this dude is. Did you see the screenshot I shared? Yes, where he said he's a he's an instru- into- industry industry plant, and he's proud. Yes, <laughs> so I was. I'm going to get to that, but first I want to talk about his Old Town uh, Road. Video. It made me like him that much more. One hundred percent. But his Old Town Road video with Chris Rock, Ha uh, Ha Davis. Um, who else was in there? Why does Ha Ha Davis look just like the baby though? Wow, good call. Exactly like, like good call. Yeah, that's a good uh, call. What's my? Oh, who else was in that video? Billy Ray Cyrus. Don't do that. We know that. Oh, um, do we? Because you didn't. He's mention. on the song. He didn't say he's it, on the though. remix. Yeah, he's in a video. Yeah. He's not in the original video. Whatever, man. Vince <laughs> <laughs> Staples. He has a good cameo in it as well. I thought the video was very well done. I don't know where the budget is coming from. Don't care. I'll tell you where the budget's coming from. Where's it coming from? He's number one on the charts. Will that do it? Yeah, that'll okay. do it. I think he signed, though. He signed as well. He said he's an industry plant. So he's definitely signed. He just, he just did a... He got uh, a bag. What was the last festival? Smoking Loud? When he there? Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud. I don't know. You but mean he the, got a, the sting got, operation that it was Rolling right. Loud? Yeah. I see you. He got the a bag. The hip-hop out. police convention. <laughs> <laughs> he got a Dude, bag out, outside of... Yeah, uh, man, like... They should change their name. Shooting spree that was rolling loud. Like, goodness gracious. There were so many shootings down there, Yo. man. So, uh, so sad. Our think, old is he, who's he signed to? Who did he sign to? I don't know. Oh, man, I forgot the name. I feel bad. Record labels don't matter. He either. signed to Wrangler. He definitely... Thank you, sir. He did. It. He did. Yeah. He did. <laughs> I talked to uh, I talked to Adarian, who's our old intern. Hey, um, he but he he was him. actually at Rolling Loud. Oh, okay. And so both days, and he's like, "Yeah, it was it was different." He said that when the shooting and everything was going on, he said he thought it was fireworks. Mm. Oh, where? until everybody started running. Yeah, see, I'm cool on that. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm also cool. I'm way too old for all that shit. I'm cool because well, I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't run unless I'm being chased. At this I heard point. that. Uh, I'll, no, I'll run. I won't be happy about it. You know, like, <laughs> hey, I'll run if I hear some guns. You know, you should duck. It depends on like, how close they are. You know, obviously, but like, I'm not gonna. You know, spools I'm, turn, I'm gonna be shitty. Start like black <laughs> when when stuff when people start running. He runs. You, know, you know, everybody black when somebody runs. Yeah, I'm oh, running so, towards hey, it. Hey, what are we running for? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like I'm spools just running. turns black when that happens. I'm walking up the stairs, staying in the rooms. <laughs> I'm, not I'm, a, not. I'm not an inquisitive guy. Not, <laughs> hey, are they uh, shooting over there? As far as violence is concerned, yeah, hey, if dude. Jay Moore yeah. run right now, I'm running right behind him. I don't know where he's Hell going. Yeah, if you, if you see Jay oh, Moore, one of you guys running. took off right now. Jay Moore's got a strong anyway. power walk. Whenever I see him power walk, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. something happened. Something happened, or it's like, happening. It was like Suge Knight walking through the uh, the MGA, MGM Grand, about to kick somebody. Shout out to Kansas City, Matt. Y'all still gotta watch that movie, um, but he actually partnered with Wrangler. Uh, it's called the Capsule Collection. Right, now man. the pieces range from thirty nine dollars to one hundred thirty nine bucks. Um, so fam is out here capitalizing off Old Town Road. I'm not mad at it. Hey, you know what? I got a Wrangler outfit at the crib. I'm not man. And it's really cool. yeah. I've had it for a minute. Uh, wife, break that out. Wife, you been wanting me to wear it on the show because I'm it actually, wear I thing. bought it as a dare. Oh, because she said that I would not buy this Wrangler fit, but it was cool though. It was like a nice pair of jeans, and I got a shirt that says Wrangler on it. Do you look and like a jacket? Is it, is it made look- of denim? Yeah, it's like. Are a you gonna denim. be in here with the Canadian tuxedo? Nah, it's actually it's <laughs> it's off color, so it's not the same okay. color pants and jacket. Is right. it the Brett Favre collection? <laughs> you know, Brett Favre know, Wranglers. Yeah, heavy. I got it from Macy's though. If oh, that okay. means I anything. just pictured like that. That's why I laughed because I just pictured. I would. I would like to see you. I would like to see you rock that. I'm a rocket too. I would like to see you rock that. I had it first before he even signed. I had me a Wrangler outfit. Let's talk industry plant though. You know, okay. everybody said Chance was like the industry plant. Like everybody used to get on him. Like, how is this dude underground and being the guy that he is and all this other stuff? So they dude, obviously didn't follow him coming up. But anyways, continue. anyway, that's, yeah, that's for another day. So 
with him saying, Lone, how do you feel about him coming out and basically saying, yo, I'm an industry plant. I don't care about y'all. I'm getting this paper. I don't know how true it is, honestly. I okay. mean, I, honestly, what, what the fuck is an industry plant? Dude, what actually is an industry plant? Can there's you, no such thing. Tell me what an in- industry plant is, and I'll, I'll answer the question. I think he got it by default. I think what it, what it was is he made a song that he probably was just clowning around making, and it started charting in different territory than he thought it was going to chart at, which created a story, which in turn put more eyes on him, Okay. Which in turn made the industry look at him. Right. Uh, and it kind of snowballed from there. But wouldn't an industry plant be more so somebody that they intentionally. That's the way they, I take it. The industry plants you in there to look at, look to appear as an underdog. Like, they could have. What if, all right, let's say they, let's say. Maybe so. They actually was like, all right, let's, let's have this urban kid make this country song. Right. And see what happens. Let's say that actually happened. Then, then he would then be a plant. A, yeah, he would be, plant. would be a plant. Okay. Yeah, what do I? But what do I think about? Like, is that a plant? Yeah, I yeah. guess if the industry legitimately, I would say that would be a plant. Who the is the? Who's the industry? Who, yeah, that's what it's, it's like, like. A South Park episode, right? Right. <laughs> so if there's a la- if there's like a, the major, all the major labels got right, something like that. You know, or like, they have some big deal. There's a like Warner Brothers just did it. There's like let's let's try something with this guy. So is that is that a plant or just try something trying something new? To me, that's a plant. Why? If there's, Why? If the, the reason I say that is because it there's takes a the creativity late, out. There's, it takes all of the artist, uh, I don't want to say requirements, but things that typically go on. It takes those out the equation in terms of what it takes to build up a buzz, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so you're it saying puts you manu- you they manufacture it. There you go. As there you go. Him just walking up to them and being like, this is what I do. There you go. And then being like, bingo. They're like, hey, you That's know not a plant, but if they went and like handpicked this person and said, here's what you're going to do. Then he's a plant. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's the way I see it. Well, I mean, from the time I, I mean, I don't know what it, I don't, I don't know. That, that's why I was like, there's, sure. there's, there's mad gray area right. here. Yeah. There's mad gray. Go ahead, Jay. Well, you know, from the, from the time, like the, the, the time that I spent in radio, I, you know, when I, I think about industry plants, I think about the Backstreet Boys. Mm. Okay. These are, these, these aren't guys who grew up singing together. They're like, Hey, do you sing? Do you sing? I see. Manufactured groups like the Spice Girls, or mm. not like a group of friends who are singing on a street corner. They're like, "Hey, let's manufacture." The- That's a plan, guys. There's a, a lot of there's a lot of I, that, I, I, but I a lot of this I agree. A lot of this is really like people say, like this is a rollout. Do you know what I'm saying? And because I've seen where companies, especially when these record companies had a lot of money around the turn of the century, right? Um. I'm telling you, man, like they would spend so much money and there's only so much you you can't throw a whole lot of money at a shitty record because I've seen record companies try and it doesn't work. Like I'm not saying payola. Hell, there's there's still forms of payola. You know, it's it's not like it was when the OGs would talk to me back in the day where, you know, they'd just be paying off people's mortgages for the month and handing them cash. I don't want you to lose your I don't want you to lose your train of thought. I know you was about to jump in. What, what were you yeah. going to say to... Well, what to I was going to say to what he was saying, like, even with, the, like, the Backstreet Boys, yep. that necessarily wasn't an industry plant because it was, manufa- it was manufactured mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by, uh, what's the guy's name? Lou Pearlman. Lou Pearlman. So Lou Pearlman... He did it, like, three times. Yeah, he did it with them. He did it with NSYNC. He did it with O-Town. He yeah. did it with... Uh, like a shit, he found a the, woman group. He found the formula. No, yeah, no, that, oh, no. that's what all I mean, like salting. He just knew. Like, he yeah. knew what to do as far as creating that look. Yeah, that people were looking for. But he also, but had, he still had to create hits. Like they didn't just make it overnight. Like I, I, there's actually a movie about that shit on uh, YouTube right now. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half long about Lou Pearlman. But, but I guess he, full force writing for them. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the, so that was that's, make, that's what I was going to go too. Yeah. I was going to say he probably had the connections to right. make, make that work because mm-hmm. they got a lot of cheap. Full Force got a lot of bread of writing for those boy bands, and like I found out about it later, but I didn't realize they were pinning all those joints. I'm mm-hmm. looking at Full Forces, you know, Slab and them from House Party and Sync them. They're made it by default mm. because Backstreet Boys turned down a Disney Channel uh, event, and and Sync took it. Mm. Ah, and okay. they pretty much just because they were on the Disney Channel, they gained momentum from that mm-hmm. shit. I see. Disney I wa- Channel was lit back then. Real quick, I just wa- I remember watching reading something some time ago about what it takes to make a hit record. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what it costs and like the process, like the, what the real process is to mm-hmm. a hip hop record. Yeah, 
and the musicians themselves have no part in the songwriting. It's it's three, four, five people. It's a full force. It's a, it's a whomever it is that yeah. they go stick in a, like in a some envi- whatever environment that they want to be in to be able to write. That whatever that hit song and that costs money. Yeah, that's why they, and they like it costs a million x some odd dollars. Bef- I mean, just to pay for every and before you even get to like, you know, the very end of it. Like this, it is it's, depending upon how you point being how you define a plant. Yeah. Well, this is you know, is Rihanna a plant? She doesn't write all of her songs. So, if I'm not mistaken, go, go, go somebody's ahead, going over into a room somewhere and writing all her shit too. Yeah. Go ahead, so, so no, just to jump in really quick. Uh, Bad girl and the image is she a plant? Right. Uh, when we, I lost my train of thought. So <laughs> I'll pass. Well, no, because the thing is with old uh, Old Town Rogue, this happened. I mean, I'm sure there's some little behind the scenes stuff, but this happened organically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Explain. Well, Are we see, sure? Well, see, this is the thing when. Say let's just use Rihanna as a, as an example. Yeah. Even when she's on a on a big record label, when she was on Def Jam, yeah, like she would have to have somebody basically go to the radio station on her behalf, sit down and talk with a program director, or you know, and then she, that person has to go to they have somebody do that in every market, yeah, to make sure that record is getting played. This kid that hasn't had he that. didn't have like. Old Town Road took off, and this is what happens in the streaming era because yeah. things move move so fast. Like that whole thing of having a record rep come to town, like when we would do the the record pool meetings back yeah. in the day. That's that was part of their run was to come do record pool meetings, come to the station, sit down, you know, have dinner with the program directors, preview music. That's a thing that because things move so fast now, and because people can get music immediately, and it, either the kids like it or they don't. Like you can't do that. This grew organically, but it's a, it's changed. Like that's that, that's old. Like that's an old right. model. Exactly. Yeah, it's very right. old. It's I outdated. Saw, so, very so my outdated. point, my point to saying that's old is that who knows what the new model is for right. for doing that? Right. Right. You know who but knows I, what that is? And the thing is, I I also see it from this perspective. Like because as you guys know, like all the places I like, I'm out and I see how people react to these records. Like we had, yeah. you know. There are people who are, you know, quote unquote, knowledgeable in the industry saying that, oh, Old Town Road is over now. And I'm like, obviously, <laughs> obviously you don't go anywhere where there are people 21 to 31. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was at a day party this past weekend where, you know, this is not a country music audience at all. Right. And when Old Town Road came on. Everyone's throwing their hands up and singing right along with it, like it's not because it's not a country record. It's a pop. It's record. a pop. Yeah, it's a pop. It's a pop record, but it's one of those things where like you can only fool people for so long. And at this point, like I've, it just it still works. Here's, you can here, be mad at that. Like I hate that record, but I am kind of. <laughs> but I, but at the same time, I can acknowledge that this kid did something different and made his own lane. And he's winning right now. So look, I salute the young brother. Here's for that. how I knew. Here's how I knew. I remember my point. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. I was just going to say, Spools was talking about popular records, yeah. and how they're written right. and the money behind them. Like there's there's a legitimate science to writing records. Yeah, it's uh, you know, and it's changed throughout the years, and a lot of it's based on repetition. Mm-hmm. There's a really interesting Absolutely. series. There's a very interesting uh, series on Vox. Called called earworm, which I highly suggest checking out if you're a musician or interested in it. But in one of them, one of their series, they talk about the repetition in music, and somebody created something to follow how pop songs have changed throughout yeah. time and, and the types of repetition that they use. Yep, I use it as an as something as an anchor in one of the classes that I teach when I teach production about creating song structure. But it's interesting how more repetitive, like if you follow the graph. Mm-hmm. of repetition from like the 60s to now it's like skyrocketing oh yeah so in choruses within choruses and hooks within say, hooks and it, stuff like it that it goes but, as deep as certain um like melodic riffs and things like that that you, get played in different it's, keys it's, over time but, but it's, it's all the re- same but it's the same it's all yeah. repetitive and yeah. it's a, how the human brain works as well mm-hmm. So, it's wild. There it's is even, a, there is some science behind. It. It's pretty wild, man. The in, interesting yeah. sciences and interesting sciences and interesting sciences. Notice how when I say it three times, it turns into musical. All right. 
it's it's just that you know what I mean. That's the so. for real effect. Every time he mm. every time he drops a hit song, if you notice, it does it three times at the very beginning of the song on every one of them. Yep, actually four times. But yep, four times. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it leads in with four with four bars. Yeah, four bars. Yep, leads in that way. Yep, that was but one of, I noticed that early. Before the, thing, the thing, the thing that drove it, uh, drove it home for me was I saw a video on YouTube where, like Billy Ray Cyrus was at his commercial. I mean, not commercial, but at a performance, commercial performance for himself. Like Lil Nas X was not there, and he started talking about you know how the record came apart and how they did everything, and the crowd knew every lyric to the song. This is his normal country bass audience. This is spot. when he did the remix, though, right? Right, like after he jumped on the remix, like everybody in the crowd knew the whole song. So the kid wasn't a, even it's there. It's just a pop song. Yeah, like it's, it's very popular. It's like what we said when this came out. Billy Ray Cyrus legitimized him. Facts. For that fan base. Facts. I mean, he was already legitimate in the pop, whatever, mm. you know. Right. Country. But that, that yeah. made the country people be like, oh, it's they okay. They did each other like a him. favor, essentially, because Super Billy favor. Ray Cyrus didn't have anything new. Yep. Yeah, and that put him right back where his fans wanted to see him. So yeah. when we talk is this about overall, a good, I mean, is it a good thing? We'll, we'll see when he comes what his next single is and see if he can somehow duplicate the, or even that's come my question to because his next single is not going to be country. so. So here's the industry plant conspiracy theory in me. Hold on, let me push the button. They show orange. Oh, yes, I think this oh, is all. God. I think this is all a way to help Miley Cyrus get back into the <laughs> rap. Okay. Into hip hop though, because you don't exactly. see culture vultures. So yep. exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it's a way to help her get back into it through mm. her dad. Mm. So she gonna be wearing Jordans and Jordan jerseys. And Let, let's re, let's re talk about this conversation in like grills, three yeah. four months. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Or, you know, because like I said, he could be uh, he could be designer. He could be. Everybody can't do that Cardi B shit. Like yeah, literally everything Cardi B has been on has been a uh, charting fucking song. It's turned to platinum. She's going to. I don't even know what the hell she right be now. talking about half the time, but it's charting. Facts. There we go. Yeah, she's I mean, a character. It's pretty man. easy to hear what she's talking about. Could be a hater, Mike. Uh, maybe I'm being a hater. If I just I think she's a character. She's she, not uh, mumbling. She's funny to me. <laughs> shout out to Lonnie. Shout out to Lonnie Lynn. If I don't like it, I don't like Dude, it. Dude, I saw her. I watched if you guys just real quick. Uh, comedians getting coffee in the car. Yeah, I watched that whole series. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, if you like Seinfeld, if you don't, yeah, then yeah. you won't like it's it. Jerry at all. Seinfeld, but like Dave Chappelle does an episode. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah. there's a whole bunch of you know comedians in cars yeah. getting <laughs> coffee. <laughs> they, they do uh, Zach Galifianakis, and they do a uh, episode of his show Between the Ferns, which is really weird. If you're not we seen the but female anyhow. Zach Galifianakis at <laughs> Galifianakis uh, at the Patreon <laughs> Saint Sunday night. Patreon Saint, oh, yeah. yeah. Was she bearded? Nah, she Damn just mirror. was. She was very Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Well, dude, Cardi B was on, <laughs> Cardi B was on that show. Like, was she really? Yeah, she she was at the end of the episode. Like, she comes on, and Jerry Seinfeld's being interviewed, and he just treat, oh, he treats yeah, Cardi yeah, B yeah, like yeah. way oh, more, yeah. you know, way better than he does Jerry. It's very very funny. And Cardi that. B goes with it real well. Like, she cracks me up, man. Like, she's you know, very I hope insane. she's genuine. I hope everything we see about her is like. Seems really like her. I don't think she can fake like it, man. Good for her. I love yeah. it. I love it, man. Good for her. Well, no, That's like part I, of her appeal. Like yeah. I, I saw her glow up from when she was on Love and Hip Hop, and I remember, like, like I remember Gangster Bitch Music One and Two. Like mm. I was, and she it was crazy before he passed. Like one of the her first big interviews was with. Um, Combat, Combat Jack. Jack. Combat Jack. Wow. Yeah, so, and when I heard her, I was like, well, maybe I should pay Rest a little bit more peace. attention. Yeah, She's the only one off Love and Hip Hop that actually did something out of those studio sessions. So Facts. she was an actual industry plant that actually made it. Cardi, you know what? There's, Cardi, there's, there's someone who could say that and probably yeah. make a case for it. But, hmm. yeah. you know, anybody you don't like, you could probably say, oh, that person's a plant. Yeah, I don't She put it. the work in, though. I ain't going to knock her. She I'm an industry in. plant. Yeah. Stop, man. Um, <laughs> all right, I want a bonsai tree. Let's get this money, then. Let's Shit. <laughs> I do, too. I want a bonsai tree. Sure. Let's jump into a little sure. music, uh, actual music. Uh, Father of Asad, did y'all listen to Khaled's album, anybody? I checked it out. Yes, yeah. I did. What you think, man? Uh, it's a... Uh, Pop commercial appealing to the masses. Mm. It's a easy listening record to those that appreciate the current climate of music today. Mm. 
I thought we weren't going to talk about shit if not all of us wanted to talk about shit. <laughs> 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 I listen to it. That's Who's why I'm asking. Like, who actually it. raps on it? Oh, there's Everybody? like 40 features. So. Nas is on there again. Is I like it? the Nipsey and John Legend song is yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, I, like I, the, I thought that one was good. I like what? the Nas and CeeLo. That one was cool. I don't like the SZA because they redid uh, Sorry, Miss Jackson. Jackson. And that's Khaled's whole formula to me, man. I don't, I don't really care for you redoing certain songs. Uh, Especially when they're so big. Yeah. Because he did that uh, Santana joint, too. Yeah, he did. Big record. With Rihanna, but that worked. That was a big that record. That definitely though. worked. Did and it was because Rihanna was singing on but, that shit. But worked and okay, being okay with it are two different things. I think you because know, I'm like, coming from a different place where like, I'm thinking yeah. about what's going to work in the club. That so joint, I understand that what joint you're saying. Was, that joint was successful. So I yeah. always, you know, whenever I would have a chance to talk to like artists, they'd ask me, what do I think of the song? I said... Like, don't ask me if I like it. Ask me if I think it'll work. There you go. There you go. But and I, I give no fucks. I think it's trash. <laughs> I know. I, it, it no, I'm talking to this mic. I can't fucking... No matter how... I, I gotta... Yep. Every time I touch it, it's like... Cr- 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 like for the last <laughs> hour, dude. Like, Sean, Is Sean, it too I keep tight? looking at Sean. And Is it like, too tight? Probably. I fucking won't if you, if you listen like it. like a little up. child. Like, if you listen <laughs> it, it won't do that. No, but, uh, you know, I did like the, you know... Cardi's got another banger you're not going to be able to get away from. I don't yep. care. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Cardi uh, joint is cold, though. The Rick Ross uh, joint Rick Ross and Jeezy. Cold, too. Um, yeah, yeah, I like the those. joint that's got Chris uh, Brown man. featured. Like, there's yeah. a lot of records I see that are going to get played I put over it and over like this, this summer. It's a lot of, a lot of summer too, joints though. on there. It's an album that, that works, it, and it works because of exactly how I explained it earlier. Yeah. I, you know it, what I'm saying? That's exactly what I would expect it to sound like without me listening to it. Mm-hmm. I... I ha- I didn't have to hear the album to understand what the structure was going to be, how it's going to be formatted, the fact it's going to have forty five features and a whole bunch of attempts at hit records. Well, like Khaled knew- doesn't rap himself. I no, mean, but he I just knew- puts people in a room. He doesn't really does he produce. produce. Nah, they not give really. him credit. They give He's him like credit. A modern day Diddy. They give him credit. Yeah. They give him. I think Diddy credit. actually pressed some keys though. Wow. I mean, okay, like there's a there's a difference between a producer and a beat maker. Everybody yeah. will acknowledge that. But they give. I don't know if they he g- was either. <laughs> like I don't think he they was. give Khaled. They give Khaled a lot of peas as a producer, and I'm like, yo, in my opinion, you know a lot of people, but and you you built a lot of relationships. He still has to. But that's what a, these but that's songs. what a producer historically is. Historically, I, that's what yeah. I'm getting to. So that's that's fine. But what I'm saying is, he's not making the music. He has nothing to do with the actual music. It's more about, okay, let me fit the pieces and together. And that's what gets lost in translation. That's the part I'm talking about. He's very, very fortunate. But the flip side to that is that's a lesson because you learn how to cultivate relationships. Yep. He's benefiting off that, mm-hmm. right? For like sure. He's built these dope I relationships mean, over the past, and now people are coming to bat for him with his him. album time. Yeah, like that's dope. Like That's a part of the game. So you can't they really do it knock every you for year that. for him. I mean, he drops an album every single year. I wonder how that, all that... Just out of what curiosity, the, what the splits like, are. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, man! I'm just, just. I wonder how. I wonder if it's like complex or real simple. You I know what I mean? I, I, I don't care about how much money people make or any shit like that. I'm just curious because I bet the splits are pretty crazy. MCs and it ten producers up. or five producers or it's whatever. Just, and, and, it's chopped up. And if there's a sample, you know, yeah, it's chopped if, up. If if. One record does better than the other. Do all thirty nine get a little no. piece, or like just that dude? Well, or, it's, and it's you know what I'm like four well, videos. It's still the same day. Well, the publishing is based upon per record, so mm-hmm. it, okay. song individual songs. So gotcha. if there, you've got thirty people on one song, that's split thirty different ways. Yep. by fifty percent, right? Yeah, because the publishing company owns half of that. Okay, so, so it's not that if he owns his own publishing company, then he's getting that on the other side of if that. If he has a We the Best publishing, which I'm sure he does, you know he does. Yeah, yeah so he's eating he off that side. Yeah, but um, but it's it's tracked individually per song. So. Gotcha. so y'all really think that that Diddy didn't press any keys? He might have done something. Do nothing. I don't think he play. I don't press. I don't think he pressed keys when we're talking about the production standpoint. He didn't do anything at Uptown. Instrument. On, on instruments, mm-hmm. I, I highly doubt it. Nothing. I he just highly dances, doubt it. Right? He's a dancer. He now, was a dancer and he was a uh, videographer, photographer. Well, he was a dancer for uh, Father MC. Well, but what when, a, but when it was time when it was time for he Ready shot Outcast for his video too. Yeah, I he did. That, yeah. He's in that mug too. When when um when it's time for Ready to Die to be the track listing to come up. I'm saying features, before that. Before that. No, I don't think he's involved with the production or anything like that. That's what the hitman and the Easy people Mo that he B. reached out for, Mo B, all these types of dudes. He like, might I be in the room. 
That's what I'm saying. Sure, but he, he's he not. might be mixing and mastering and, and turn this up, turn this down, and that type of stuff. <laughs> like, hey, what if you change the snare? All right, cool. But that's not making it. It's not no. like RZA on Thirty Six Chambers. He, I think he ends up becoming the producer on certain tracks or labeled as such because he bought the sample. And Could I think be. sometimes when you do that, depending upon how all that stuff works out, it t- it takes a dope or ear license to it or whatever yeah. it is. However, he has to work it out. It takes right. a dope ear to arrange Absolutely. songs. I'm not going to try. To, I'm you ain't can't about knock to shit that. on Diddy. Well, no. I can't knock him. Even, even if I'm mistaken, you, you keep me honest. I know you'll know this. Is DJ Premier not listed as the producer for Unbelievable? Oh yeah, he's he's listed as the sole producer for Unbelievable. He uh, like actually in the credits. Yeah. Okay, I thought there was some song that. Somebody produced that. It actually says Puffy. But no, it, I mean because like, because just like the RZA is, is listed for the what, like you know, yeah, and okay, there right. there are people like something like all about the bench. That was Primo, right? Yeah, the what? Yeah, <laughs> with Method. or was it? Was it? No, yeah, no, no that was the, yeah. No, RZA did. Um, RZA did Long, long Kiss. kiss that's long right. Kiss. Yeah, yeah. Um, did Long Kiss. The what was on the Blue Chronicles and. The, wasn't it? No, it was on what? Ready to Die. It was on Ready to Die. Mm-hmm. You get confused with something else. Yeah, you get but no, there was a there was a was there there was another version that was on the Wu Chronicles version remix. Was that no. with Method Man? Was it a remix? No, because like, like Method Man was only featured on Ready to Die. I can't remember the only yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so no. that's actually where I heard it from. Random, but huh. okay. But yeah. like gotcha. when you um, like okay, one of the stories I heard about Puffy in the studio was when it was time to do All About the Benjamins. Yeah, and. The original version where it has the breakdown where big raps, they just have this crazy kind of chopped up, sped up loop of the Jackson 5's um, So Great to Be Here. Yeah. You know, the, but Puff is like, we already, I already paid for that sample. Right. That's Just go ahead and play it. <laughs> that's, mm. that's, right. the that's the, the most melodic. That's the melodic. <laughs> that's his point. That's the yes. melodic part of the yeah. record that's yeah. going to make people dance. That's his point. You know, yeah. so. Does Puff correct. have a great ear? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I'm not trying to take anything yeah. away from it. I think he's... I, I'm just saying I don't. To your point, to your original question, like was he touching cat? Yeah, maybe, maybe a few on an NPC. No. I don't think his where he's. I don't think that's his. You know what's funny though? So his son, every song that his son comes out with, yeah, is a remake. Every single one. It's so nineties. He does did. not have any original beat on none of his shit. He redid Case and. Uh, yep, redid Touch Case. Me, was it Touch Me Teasing? Yep, yep. he yep. redid that. Yeah, uh, I can't even remember all the shit he redid, but King all Combs. of them are redid. Interesting, yeah. Sean. What were you saying? You were gonna say well, I for, no, I was actually I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, maybe I got the songs mixed up, but no, I was right. That is where I heard that song from. Okay. So. Yeah, and to Jay's point, it's kind of funny. Uh, Method Man is the only featured person on that album. That's crazy. Really? Sadat X was supposed to be on it, but they cut that song. Yeah, that's uh, on. Come on. Yep. <clears throat> yep. Come on, motherfucker. And they said that's when crazy. they went when to go do it. Born Again. Mm. Like Puffy never called Method Man to be like, "Hey, you should come do a track, or we should do." You know what I mean? But yeah. Yo, if you think about it, that song's got my favorite M verse on it. Meth, <laughs> Meth has been on. Think about that. Like him and Red was on All Eyes on Me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's yeah. been. On, he was on Ready to Die and All Eyes on Me. That's tough. You know that Have song. Y'all seen you know that song was Men? supposed to be for Lady of Rage. Say again. That song. That was supposed to be a no kidding. Rage. Wow! If you listen, like you hear at the end, Ionis the Rebel. Yes, that, they cut that verse out. That was supposed to be Inspector uh, Deck. Yeah, on that. I did know that part. Yeah, yeah. which How song is this? Got my mind made Got up. My that mind was supposed made to be up. Ready Rage. Get into it. That song yeah. on Pac's album. Yep. So now, have y'all seen the Wu Tang of Mice and of Mike's and Men? I, I have not seen, no, it, but seen it. Need to, man. Yeah, that's yeah. just it's good. Yeah. I feel bad because I hadn't. I hear so many people that are credible talking about how great it is, but I haven't had a chance to see it's it yet. A, it's a good show. I gotta it's get a show. I gotta get a show talk time about. Code. I need a show time. Yeah, hey, no, if anybody no, got a show time, yeah, show time code. Boy, I, need, I need that. Yeah, how about your boy? Put that in the comments. How to use them internets? Learn how to use them. I also need to see out there the just side the Sublime documentary that just came out at the Tribeca Film Festival. I want to see that. Yeah, I need to check that out too. So. Oh, and the Five Fab Five Freddy has a great documentary on Netflix yep. about uh, basically the grass is greener. Right? Grass yeah, is greener. I've seen it's, some of yeah. that. It's because it could just be another goofy marijuana. Like, hey man, I'm about getting hot. No, it's it a does, good doc. It's That's, really good. I was telling somebody, I was like, it's not a Cheech and Chung, like just stoner thing. It's actually like takes you through the history of like. Marijuana laws in yep. the country and all yeah. that. Yeah. And Salam Remy did that soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Awesome. Did y'all listen that. to the um to uh Tyler the Creator Igor? I did. As a music nerd, I loved it. Yeah. Nice. I no, like it's Tyler. on my list though. I like yeah. Tyler. As a I music like Tyler. nerd, I loved it. 
He's he's way more talented than I thought. You can hear the um, the uh, Pharrell influence in him. I think no question, no question. Yeah. Shout out to Griselda too. They were on Sway, uh, and they talked about um, I think Conway's first release, and uh, I think it's called "What Would Sheen Gun Do?" It's, it's a uh, ode to their homie that passed away. Suppose what back it's in Benny's those six, brother. Yeah. It was Benny's brother. Yeah. Okay, so they all were on there. West Side Gun, Conway, Benny. They freestyled, and I'm really, really excited to hear that album. So yeah. shout out to those brothers as well. Uh, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Longevity, DJ J Diff. DJ Spools, Jay Moore, Cato, Red August, I am Major 7th. Make sure you go to patreon.com backslash new old heads for all of our material. Sign up. We got giveaways, raffles, wax, etc. We appreciate everybody for the support, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. Yeah.